What's up, everybody, and welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Nicole and Kendra. What's up, you guys? As always, we're excited to be back. Thank you for listening, and let's jump into it. Kendra, what you been up to? Okay, so girl, I've been in the house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with this Omarion, everybody been trying to stay in the house. Nobody got time for Omarion, Florona, H, whatever they're talking about. Like, it's so much stuff going on that I'm just in the house with it. Um, I did go to the nail salon because I just couldn't do it anymore. My nails were so grown out. Mm. So I did that. They laugh at me because I feel like in the beginning of the pandemic, like they had this big sanitizing machine and they used to spray everything down and like make people wait, clear out the room and like use their little um, Blu-ray thing or whatever. Right. Now it's like, whatever. They think because everybody got the vaccine or most people had the vaccine that they don't have to clean up no more. So I go in there and I have my wipes and I have my spray and I clean everything off. And he already knows you have to use brand new everything. They already use new tools like for each person, but I'm like, no, I'm in there cleaning and wiping everything down. And so he always laughs at me, my nail tech. But yeah, so I got my nails done. But you know what? It's it's better to just if you it's like you have to do what's best for you. Like that's where you're comfortable at, then that's what it need to be. And laugh if you want to. Yep. <laughs> Because for me, it's like, I'm not going to come if if it's not clean. So yeah. I'd rather just come, wear my double mask, mm-hmm. clean up everything the way that I like for it to be cleaned, and then we're all good. Okay, get to work. Yeah, <laughs> we're good. We you ain't got to do it. I'm not going to ask you to do it. I'll do it myself. It's no worries. <laughs> um, Saturday, um, we were just cleaning and then my husband cooked brunch. That's his favorite thing to cook and my favorite thing to eat. And so we did a big brunch because my church is actually doing a um, corporate Daniel fast for the month, the rest of January for 21 days. And so we were like, ooh, we got to eat what we want <laughs> for Saturday and Sunday. So he cooked a big brunch. And we did mimosas as well. So we got sleepy. The whole house took a nap. The kids, of course, did not have mimosas. But at their nap time, we all took a nap. That was wonderful. (laughs) Listen, when the whole house takes a nap, there's nothing like it. Oh, my gosh. It was so amazing. It was like I needed it, too. Um, And then Sunday, I got my hair braided. So I'm feeling nice and free with my braids. Um, so yeah, that was my weekend. Pretty, pretty chill. How about you? And your brains are cute too. Thanks, girl. Um, okay, so this weekend I had like such a productive Sunday. Mm-hmm. I I don't always do it backwards because that's how I'm gonna remember it. But <laughs> Sunday I figured out the hack, right? Like mm-hmm. I took my kids for a walk. I got those endorphins going, and then while we're on the walk, I said, "Hey, by the way." When we get home, y'all going to clean your room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they was like, okay, okay. So they got that walk. They got that active. Okay, we're going to clean when we get back. And you know what? My kids are four and about to be seven this week. Mm-hmm. They can clean their own room. I know that's right. And I don't understand why I was cleaning their room for so long. <laughs> 
I've been cleaning the room. Oh no. Kendon been cleaning up his own toys since he was two. I'm like, no, put that. But his thing is always, I'm tired. Can you help me? I'm like, yes, I will help, but I'm not doing it all. See, and I used to do that, but now with Audrey being four, no, no, no. You pick up any, you know, Play-Doh stuff on the floor. You pick up the toys. And um, it was so funny because Sunday night, as because the, they now sleep in their own room and we got that all together, right? Okay. My son was like, mom, um, I, there's something I need to tell you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what, what's going on? You know how we cleaned up our room earlier? Um, yeah, uh-huh. I threw everything in the closet because I got a walk-in closet. <laughs> honest I love it I was like I said I said Austin I know I know you did I saw it's okay (laughs) mom knows everything (laughs) yeah because when I went to go turn the lights off I was like how come I can't open this door the whole pop-up tent in the walk-in closet you put the pop-up tent down i've been trying to put our pop-up tent I need to watch a youtube video because I cannot figure out how to like break it down do you have the one where you put the sticks in it or the actual like navigated to pop it up? It's just a pop up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That does take some fixing because this is just the one with the sticks. So, okay. and then on Saturday, okay. <sighs> I started watching, um, actually, no, no, no. Saturday I was actually working most of the day because I had new arrivals, but I started binge watching my 600 pound life. Oh my God, really? I watched a clip, but I haven't ever watched a full episode. Okay, and this is the thing. I've just binge watched it on YouTube because I can't watch it on this show. Mm-hmm. And one of the stories, right, it was this guy falling in love and the girl broke up with him because of the weight. And he was like, I'm going to lose his weight. And then when he got, he finally got approved to do the surgery. And then once he got the surgery, he was like, yeah, you know, if she can't accept me at my my biggest thing, I don't really want her. I want somebody who's going to love me for me. Ooh, is this, he dropped 100 pounds. Is it the guy that was a teacher? Yeah, the guy that was a teacher. Oh, wow. I didn't, but she was riding for him. So then they showed him on a date. And Ooh. he was like, he was like, um... Come, girl, come over. And I know it's not Ruth Chris, but you know, she's like, it's okay. And then he was like, okay, after we eat, what you want to do? Maybe we could watch a movie or we could, uh, I forgot what he said. Mm-hmm. He said, after a movie, we could do something or something. And she was like, mm, that's okay. Um, Maybe we could do something else. And he was like, you mean like Netflix and chill? I was like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. But you know, in the clip that I saw, he was saying that he never dated many people because of his size. And so the girl, I think the girl he was dating is somebody that he worked with, right? Yeah, then they, they, yeah, yeah. But they were still friends. She brought him a little sandwich. Yeah, she was super nice. Okay, so that, and another thing about watching that show was this girl, she said something that really spoke to my spirit. She said, she said, I never imagined my life to be like this. And I thought to myself, like, there's there's so many things in life, mm-hmm. like, you never, like, your life isn't going to be exactly how you thought it was going to be. Right. 
and it doesn't matter if it's about your size, it's, if it's about your goals, if it's about, there's so many different things. Like some people are like, oh my gosh, I never imagined myself to be homeless or like, yeah. you know, I never imagined myself to be working at a nine to five or I never imagined myself to be this or that. And so many people watch that show and look at their lives and they think, oh my gosh, I can't believe they let themselves get to that size. Yeah. Yeah. But in actuality, everybody has something in their life mm -hmm. that they let get to that size. Yes. Wow. That's and so when you sit there and you watch them, it's easier to see it because they're, you know, 800 pounds or 600 yeah. pounds. It's a physical res representation. You can't see all that stuff that build it up in people's hearts. Yeah. Wow. And I thought about it because there was something like a couple of weeks ago and I said to myself, oh, I, I can't imagine my life is like this. There was a moment that I had, right? Mm -hmm. Because just like this transition, something we had talked about earlier, like the stay-at-home mom life, it's a different level of mental balance, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I had a moment a couple of weeks ago where I was like, I can't believe my life is like this. Mm -hmm. And it was just like the mental, like trying to get into this groove right right and so when she said i can't believe my life is like this that moment i said oh my gosh like everybody has something in their life that they can't believe is like this right good or bad good or yeah good or bad yeah and it was just kind of like a moment because i feel like especially right now in the panorama pandemic whatever <laughs> everybody's going through things that people haven't gone through in over a hundred years or experiencing things. You don't have somebody alive that could tell you how to mentally go through the current times. Right. Absolutely. So everybody is now, um, is going to be affected in different ways, good or bad. For some people, it turned on their hustle mentality. For other people, it, you know, messed up their social anxiety. Yeah. And so it's just like, I don't know. I just thought it was just interesting because it's easy for us to look at her and say, I can't believe your life was like that. You were going, you know, rolling out of bed. You're, mm -hmm. you're, you, this one guy, he climbed up a flight of stairs. It's, he says the hardest thing I do all day is climb up the flight of stairs, but he could climb up the flight of stairs because the other side of that stairs was ordering his KFC, you know? And I was just kind of think like, what's the other side of the stairs can be good or bad, you mm -hmm. know? Yep. I don't know, but 600 pound life had me, had me deep. <laughs> <laughs> I got real deep. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I watched a clip of it, but I never watched like a full episode. But yeah, it is. It you're absolutely right. Like you can look at them and judge them and be like, hey, dang, how did they get here? But it's so many other aspects of life that you could say the same thing, but we're able to hide ours. Like we're able to go yeah. about life and fake the funk. Like they can't. Cause they can't. It's visible. Everybody can see. Yeah, you can see their struggle. And I heard the guy say before, it's like, you know, you just eat and you just keep eating. You get emotional eating. And he said, he, you know, he's been big his whole life. And you just look up one day and you can't walk. Like you can't walk 10 feet without being out of breath and having to sit down. Like he said, he has chairs strategically placed around the school 
Yeah. So that he can get, he sits at a desk all day, but he has yeah. chairs placed throughout the school so that he can get to his car. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah, that's crazy. One last thing on it. This one lady, she was like, um, I've been working out. I've been eating right. I've been working out. I've been eating right. And um, so I, you know, I'm so excited today to get the results so that I can get approved for my surgery because they got to prove that they can change their eating in order to get the surgery. Right. Uh-huh. And she was in there and she was just like, got on the scale and it wasn't what she thought it was going to be. And he was like, what have you been doing? Like, you got to, you know, cut back on your eating and this and that. Mm-hmm. And so, because, because for them being 600 pounds, they're eating to such an extreme yeah. that if they cut down even half of that, they're going to lose a lot, right? Right. They're not like a 10, 15, 20, even 30 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. not, that's, that's a half a month for them, right? Yeah. Um, so, she was breaking down and he said something that I thought was so profound. He said, you know, like in the, in the, um, like backstage meetings or whatever, mm-hmm. he was like, you know, they have been, they don't understand what overeating is. Because overeating so, is normal for them. Yeah. So he was like, so something that looks little to them could still be too much. Like, yeah, she's cut back but she's obviously not cutting back enough. So he was like, um, he was like, she, and she's breaking down crying. Like she's having a full breakdown. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he started to be empathized with her because he could start to understand like, oh, she's not just coming in here BSing. Like some people just come in there like, I promise you I've been cutting back, but they ain't been cutting back. Like she's been like, I'm really trying. Like I'm really, really, really trying. But it's hard because it's like, if you only got like 50 pounds lose, 30, 40 pounds, you could be really trying and not lose, right? Right. But when you're 600 pounds, a little bit of trying goes a long way. Mm -hmm. And so it was crazy because she couldn't see that she still had too much on her plate. And I think that happens in life too. Like in life, we don't understand sometimes we got too much on our plate. Yeah. Because it's still less than what we used to have on our plate, right? But it's still too much. Yeah, because we always say something is better than nothing, you know, and yeah. give ourselves credit for that. Yeah, and it really like it really like was a mental thing for me because like as somebody who just be putting too much on their plate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I be putting too much on my plate. It may not be a plate like a food plate, but it's a life plate. Uh-huh. And so, like, when I was watching, when I, when he was saying that, I was just like, whoa. Speak it to me. <laughs> yeah, because she couldn't see that it was still too much on her plate to lose weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's me. Like, sometimes I'm just, why is the plate so full? <laughs> right, and why am I adding more? <laughs> yeah, and why am I adding like we just stick to the things that I enjoy. If it's Bachelor, it's Bachelor. Okay. Right. If it's the podcast, it's the podcast. If it's a store, it's a store. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The pressure, pressure. We always feel like we got we gotta be doing more. Yeah. 
even in the space, like kind of like what I was talking about last week with like, um, when you have the, as an entrepreneur, you have the opportunity to do as much more as you like, you know? Right. And sometimes you just be adding stuff to be adding stuff because you can. It's like, no, bro, like stick to the plan. Like, yeah, <laughs> you could be adding more stuff because you can. Yeah. You have the, but that don't mean you should. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And that's how people be getting stuck in situations where they can't figure out why stuff's not going because you can't, like, sometimes I wish people could see how much effort we put into the podcast Mm -hmm. and to us, like, just to be transparent, we put a lot of work into this podcast Mm -hmm. and to us, we still feel like we need to be putting more. Right. And the thing is, we're learning how to navigate it. There's so many things that we're learning all at once. Mm -hmm. And it's like to other people, they will look in and be like, Oh my gosh, you guys post every day. You post, you know, you post content that's, you know, captivating your, your, your post is in sync into us. That's like, okay, that's the basics, you know? Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Big dreams. Okay. (laughs) But to other people, they would be like, Oh, you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Perception and everything. Perception is everything. And don't get us wrong. This, like, we've from the start to now, the podcast is doing amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So it's- don't get us wrong. We we're doing. We're on our way with the podcast. We're doing great. We love our listeners, and we appreciate you guys so much. And um, there's nothing wrong with wanting more, but it's all about balance. You know, I yeah. don't know. Absolutely. No, that's good. So that's my little rant. It's all true. It's all true. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's my podcast. Like. I'm just playing. <laughs> huh? What'd you say? I said, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> 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 just kidding. No, we have, we have more. We have more. Okay. So maybe we get into these mama moments. Kendra, what was, what's been your latest mama moment? Okay, my latest mama moment... Um, well, one just happened right now, I guess I could share, because that's, like, fresh off the brain. Yeah. So, I've been trying to get Kendon to eat more vegetables, um, and I haven't really, before, I would kind of, like, let him pick what he wants to have for dinner and just add in something, and if he eats it, he doesn't, whatever. But I've been a little bit more strict about it, because I'm like, he's getting older, like, you need to eat what I tell you to eat. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, so I told him before I came upstairs to record the podcast, I said, you need to eat all your green beans before you get to have some juice. And I told his dad, cause sometimes he'll be like, Oh, mom said I could have, you know, whatever. And so mm-hmm. I told his dad, I said, he's not to have any juice until he eats all of his green beans. And so I just got a text from my husband and it's a picture of Kendon <laughs> pointing to his plate. Like, oh, <laughs> my He's and like, I ate it. Yeah, and so my husband uh, sent the picture, and he said, Kendon wanted to let you know that he finished all of his food. He said he wants mommy to be proud of him. And I was like, I am. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, that is so sweet. Like, he really knows how to turn on the charm. Isn't it crazy that kids know the word proud? Like, they understand proud at such a young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a word that we use in our household as well, too, because... yeah. Um, 
sometimes it, we use proud and disappointed because yeah. sometimes he will say like, oh, I don't want you to be mad at me or, and I don't like that. I'm like, I'm not yeah. going to ever be mad at you. I may be disappointed if you're not following the rules or, you know, you're not doing the things that you know that you're supposed to do, then I'll be disappointed, but I'm not going to be mad at you. So when he does things that he's supposed to do that he knows he's supposed to do, um, according to his development, because I don't ever try to put too much on him that is not in line with his uh, development. I said, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm so proud of you. You did amazing. Like you did it. Da, 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 da. So he loves for us to be proud of him, honey. <laughs> Listen, that's good. That's such a good, like, um, it's so, it's such a good thing to understand, like where your child is at and mm -hmm. words really do matter. Yeah. But we're the same way. We use the proud and disappointed. Yeah yeah it makes a big difference it it does and it, it helps them to look forward to things and it helps them to think about um what they're gonna do before they do it because he does not like for us to be disappointed in him he doesn't like that yeah. so um he'll if he does something by mistake or whatever he'll say oh you're gonna be so disappointed <laughs> And I'm like, well, what is it? And then he's like, oh, I forgot to X, Y, Z. I'm like, it's, that's not a big deal. Like, thank you for telling me, you know. And I make sure to tell him too, like, we're not going to be disappointed in every little thing. Like, yeah, you blatantly do something you was not supposed to do, then that's where that comes in at. <laughs> They're like, that's when the disappointment kicks in. But that just takes time and, you know. Yeah. How about um, you? you know what I was going to tell you? <laughs> okay, before I get into my mama moment, I was watching, I don't know why, okay, I thought this was kind of a mama moment, so I'm going to share this, but I'm going to share my mama moment too, okay? okay. Uh, on The Real, uh, Jordan Sparks was on there, I don't know if this was a recent episode or an old episode, I kind of think it was recent, uh -huh. and they were talking about, um, this is so random, but I just thought about it right now, and I thought it was a, a good thing to bring up, uh -huh. uh, they were talking about, um, oh, what's it called, patient parenting or whatever? Oh yeah, gentle parenting. <laughs> gentle parenting. And and Lonnie tried to be funny, like, okay, well, what are you gonna do when your kid draws on the wall? Like, you know, you gonna be upset or what you gonna do? Uh-huh. And Jordan Sparks was like, Oh, I'll just put a frame around it. It's art. I know that's right. <laughs> and I was like, that was quick on your feet. Yeah, okay. quick comeback. <laughs> my kids done draw on my wall before. <laughs> hey, here's a parenting hack. Throw away all non-washable crayons. Yeah. Color pencils. Yeah. Like, we don't have any... Somebody gave us something the other day in an, a coloring book. Yeah. For Christmas. Kenny got a coloring book for Christmas. You know what I do as soon as I get those little coloring books that come with the crayons in there? I throw them in the trash or I put them in the giveaway pile. Like, you ain't getting no um, non-washable crayons up in this house. <laughs> See, and that's where I went wrong. I had the non-washables in my house. Just a uh, mess. Color pencils, crayons, markers, all that. And then our pens and stuff, we keep them up high or in a room where the door is closed because kids will. Like, Bryson got my pen the other day. I was um, journaling and he was asleep and he woke up when i came back from the bathroom he had the pen in his hand but he didn't have the top off of it i must have grabbed that pen so fast that he caught me slipping <laughs> you listen you catch me slipping but not again right that is so funny 
Okay, so my mama moment is, I didn't share, but I think it was Saturday, I, Saturday or Friday, I had a headache, mm -hmm. and my, my son and my daughter, like, really took care of me. Like, mom, are you okay? Um, do you need some water? Do you need me to rub your back? Are you okay? Aww. Like, they were really nurturing. Mm -hmm. so. And I was just thought to myself, oh, my gosh. Like, you guys are really taking care of me. Like, mommy's not feeling well. Let me shut the door. Mom, do you need anything? Um, mom, um, um, dad, mom said she needed an ice pack. Dad, <laughs> um, mom, this is what mom, the mom needs. I'm just going to come lay right next to you. Uh, mom, um, do you need water? I was just like blown away. Oh, you're raising some beautiful human beings. Yeah, like I was just blown away. Like they were so nurturing and like so like taking care of me. And I just felt so loved. And I was like, oh my gosh. That's beautiful. Yeah. So that was, that was my, that was my mama moment. Beautiful. All right, so we're going to jump into our main topic for today. And we're going to be talking about um, how to find your peace. Um, with this being the beginning of the year, we want to like put into practice some things that are going to help us get through the year and, you know, really for the rest of your life. Because if you can grasp this concept and figure out how to find your peace and how to protect it, then it will really be beneficial for your life overall. Um, I forgot how we, we came up with this topic. We were talking about something um, that happened in the media, but we were just talking about how like when different situations arise that are meant to like tear you down or to make you feel defeated, um, really, being able to to protect your peace is what's going to help you get through it like right. nothing anybody is going to be able to say or do to to knock you off your block right and you're going to be able to figure out with these tools that we're going to share with you guys today yes um how to how to find the peace first of all because you can go through your whole life and never be peaceful if you Ooh. just allow things to control you you know yeah. and life circumstances and things that happen to you um control you right. and that's really what it's about it's about taking the control back and to putting your well-being and your peace of mind into your own hands like not letting the things that um happen on a day-to-day -day basis determine your attitude and how you feel about yourself how you go about your days if you're able to sleep at night like things like that so we just want to share some things that we found to be beneficial and you want to start with the first one sure so when it comes to finding peace um something that i think is really important about finding peace or understanding the importance of finding peace is you never want to get to the point where you are forced to find peace mm -hmm. and that's probably one of the biggest things that i find like peace being so important because there's nothing worse when you get to a place and you realize you desperately need something and then trying to you know box it all in right mm -hmm. So um, one of the ways that helps me at least find peace is understanding just spending time in nature. Mm. Um, 
whether it's going on a hike, whether it's going to the beach, whether it's just finding that, that even the park, like, you know, like make it work for you. Mm -hmm. But it's also, I think about, I think it's also about we're sharing the different ways of how to find peace and you have to figure out which one is going to work for you. Mm -hmm. And I think a good place to start too is realizing what, what places that that you go to that you just brighten up, like what just makes you so happy, you know? Yeah. And so one of the different ways that works with me and is also um, a popular way to find peace is definitely spending time with nature because there's something about putting your feet in the sand at the beach too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I was watching this thing one time and they said too, uh, putting plants in your home. Yeah. Like live Uh plants. plants. Yeah. 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 Even something as simple as that. Because it helps clean your air, but it also just can brighten up your your day, which is having like clarity and um, even being able to watch something grow and flourish and having something to take care of um, can be beneficial. Something I think that goes along with that for me it's just always at the top of my list is prayer, but asking God specifically for peace and in specific situations, because sometimes things can happen in our life and we just sweep them to the swat to the side. We sweep them under the rug and we don't really deal with them. So just really searching your heart and dealing with those unresolved issues instead of avoiding them can give you so much more clarity which is going to allow for peace to be entered into your soul because if you have all this stuff that's building up building up building up and it's cluttering your your spirit then it's hard for peace to come through so if you are praying and ask god for um peace in these situations whether it's an argument that you got in with someone and it's just unresolved and like say you got into an argument with a coworker, and now every time you see that coworker, you just get you start fuming and you just right. you can't have peace at work because you have to see this person every day and every time you look at them you just get upset all over again ask god to give you peace in that situation like allow me to let go of what I cannot control, which is another thing. Um, and just Lord, give me peace in this situation, whether it's talking to that person, writing it down, letting it go, or just literally asking God to search your heart to let you forgive and get rid of it. That will help bring peace in your life. And this is, can be in any situation. That's just an example. Um, dealing with something at work but it could be something that happened in childhood um you know you realize that every time somebody cuts cuts you off in traffic you just can't even handle it like you have to cuss them out like you don't got no peace like you you gotta ask god what is that what is that and search your heart and search your soul like what is that to where i feel like this person that does not know me Mm purposefully cut me off because of who I am right I feel like if you feel like it's that personal that should only be that should be the only reason why you get upset because if you 
realize that this person does not know who I am. They're on their own agenda. Um, they they could have cut off the person in front of me. They would have cut off anybody. Those type of things allow me to have peace when I say things like, they don't know me. Mm. I don't know them. Mm. That was not, it has nothing to do with me. That's their issue. And the, the having those type of conversations with myself <laughs> is something that is allows me to have peace in certain situations, but that's something that I pray and ask God for, you know? Yeah. Like Nicole was saying, like, you can go into nature, you can go to the beach, you can go and meditate and just be quiet. And that might bring you a sense of peace or if you go in prayer, but yeah, dealing with unresolved issues is a big one. Yeah. And you know, what's crazy is like, I saw something a long time ago that said like, um, if some, like if something takes away your peace, or somebody's able to pull you out of yourself, then they have control over you. Yes. Yep. And if you don't have control over yourself, then you don't have control over your life. Yep. So how can you go towards your goals? How can you go towards your alignment? But this person, you know, if they say anything or do anything, it takes you out of character. Yep. And it's because they have control over your life. Yeah. And you have to be able to accept the things that you cannot control. Yeah. Like, that's going to bring you peace as well. Accept it. This is out of my control. Even if you have to say it out loud and stop yourself, like, I can't control that. That's out of my control. Like, I literally, there's nothing I could do. So let me just remain calm. Let me go about my day. Let me not let this ruin my day. Yeah. Because this is literally, there's nothing I could do. I could get upset. I can huff and puff. I can get upset. I can cuss everybody in the world out, but it's still not going to change. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, not. I, I tell that to my, um, my kid, like you, you can cry and get yourself upset and make your nose run and everything, but it's still not going to change the outcome. Mm. So you can either remain calm pull yourself together and take a minute or you can puff and puff and turn red and make your nose all snotty when you got to go blow your nose and you hate blowing your nose. Like you could do all that, but it's still not going to change the situation because you don't have control over that. Yeah. You know, and if you can learn that concept, it will help you have a lot more peace in life in general. Because some things really are just, well, it's not something, just about everything is out of your control. Everything is out of your control anyway. Uh, something that really, um, I'm so thankful that I learned in college was my volleyball coach at the time. He was teaching me how to, I needed to get better at passing the volleyball, right? I was a really bad passer. Mm -hmm. and he was like okay Nicole or he used to call me by my maiden name Coffer okay Coffer this is what we got to do mm -hmm. you have to consciously tell yourself lower your knees bend your arm down point your thumb down bend your arm down go under the ball pass it up you have to step by step walk yourself through it over yeah. and over and over and over until you can unconsciously do it. Because what you'll realize is that if you keep telling yourself over and over, step by step by step by step, how to get under the ball, pass the ball, or we're doing a new technique to go left, right, left, jump, hit at a certain time, mm -hmm. you have to literally 
consciously tell yourself each step. And over time, the more you do something, the less you have to step by step tell yourself. So if you, if you know the second somebody is always getting under your skin, you have to come up. That's why we're sharing how to find peace so mm -hmm. that you can find the step-by-step -step to coach yourself through something yeah. so that you can get to a point where you can unconsciously say, they cut me off. I they don't know me. They just doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's but good. at first you have to tell yourself, they don't know me. Yes. It's not personal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't cuss them out. <laughs> Do not cuss them out. They can't Do hear you. Cuss them out. <laughs> they cannot hear you. <laughs> they cannot hear you. <laughs> They're already gone. 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 You're at work still mad, mad, mad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's so true. People say that all the time. Like you over yeah. that, and they went about their life. They went about their day. Their plans did not change. But now you can't even enjoy your lunch because somebody cut you off on the way to get your food. Like you can't, you can't forget about it. I'll never forget. I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast one time, and he was like he was it was joe, joe was explaining how um something happened music related mm -hmm. and it happened between him and jay-z and years later he's explaining to jay-z yeah you know this happened and this happened and this happened with my career and this and then you know i didn't like the way you did this that or the other yeah. and jay-z's response was <laughs> who cares <laughs> <laughs> no not who cares <laughs> he was like that's like 10 years ago who cares like you're still harping on that and for right. joe he was like dang <laughs> yeah like who cares <laughs> he's been holding on to that for 10 years his career has been successful and he's in a whole different place in life and he's still holding on to that yeah and so he was just like it was so mind shifting for him like dang i'm still holding on to something but i think that happens to you ever see those stories where people are like been mad at somebody forever and then they finally approach them about it and then the other person has no clue they don't even remember <laughs> they don't even remember <laughs> and it's like what you've been mad this whole time that yeah. actually happened to me recently somebody like brought something to my attention and i was like bro i promise you that had nothing to do with you yeah and, like i had a kid i was i was just like yeah, living life was life was life <laughs> yeah life was just life okay you don't know what them hormones gonna do okay right but uh another thing that is helpful to find peace since we're already on this topic is like don't let your past mistakes define who you currently are yeah. and I feel like so many times in the past, like the older, the older you are, the, the more, you know, you know, what's it called? The more, you know, the better, whatever. Right. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people hold on to the shame of a situation. Yeah. And sometimes there's different things in life that trigger them to remember something that they did in the past that they feel shame about. Mm -hmm. And that shame stops them from feeling like they're worthy of peace yeah mm -hmm. and while we're on this subject uh 
one of my favorite moments is um <laughs> I'm just gonna tell on myself. You know, you ever go through a bad relationship, uh-huh, and then a whole year later they gotta call and apologize. <laughs> it was the shame, okay? <laughs> no, but that's another that's another topic for a different day. But don't let your <laughs> <laughs> don't let your past mistakes feel like they define who you are now. You're a different person. I saw this girl post today. She was like, when I was in college, I had all these goals that I wanted to do. And now that I've gotten older, my goals are more aligned with who I am now. And it's like, you have to realize who you were then mm -hmm. is not necessarily who you are now. And so... Right. When I was a kid, I just thought I was going to be the next Beyonce. I was like, I'm going to be, <laughs> oh, 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 like this is, this is me. <laughs> and I remember one day my husband sat me down and was like, you know, I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't tell you how long I was mad at him for that. And I felt so much shame because my childhood self was like, come on, little rock star. You know, you can do it. You can do a little rock star. And it's so funny, but um, Tony Robbins talks about how like we, as, when you're a kid, all your different goals, mm -hmm. they can plan into your life at a different time. So what you really fell in love with a kid was being on the stage. Yes. So now as an adult, you find your own stage. So like the podcast, it's like yes. a stage. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yes. So don't get so stuck with the goals of the past mm -hmm. defining you or your mistakes in the past defining you find what aligns with you now yes. and let the past go let it go because if you don't let it go it's just going to control you and you're going to be like like nicole was saying like you could let guilt or shame or something make you feel like you're unworthy yeah and that's where the problem yeah, you're letting your past control your future. And it, your past has no hand in that. Like you have the power to to switch it up and yeah. say, that's not who I am anymore. I went through that, but it does not define me. And live in the now, like live and accept who you are. Live in the now and accept who you are now and carry that. Let that be your new mantle. Like walk on that and walk in that, you know? yeah so um yeah i think that's a, a good tool another good tool would be to declutter your life okay declutter your life we've talked about this a couple times on the podcast because y'all know my house <laughs> <laughs> i gotta clean it it gotta it gotta be it gotta be decluttered it gotta be decluttered when you start feeling overwhelmed or boxed in like you feel like the walls is closing in on you if you declutter one drawer in your room or your house, you will feel so much better. Mm. Like when you start getting rid of things, it's mm. something that happens spiritually. Like okay, when you take them lemon wipes and you just wipe them, it yes. just, I don't know what it is. Like even when I was a kid, when I was in high school, if my room was a mess and then I would come home and like hang up every item and mm. vacuum my floor, I used to love to like rearrange my room. So I would take my desk and put it over here and put my bed on the other side and just like clean everything. I wouldn't want to leave my room. Like I would just be in there big chilling, no TV on, just turn the music <laughs> on, looking out the window. Like it was the best time ever. Like 
okay? <laughs> my face was clear. Like I would feel so peaceful. Like, and that is still something that I do to this day. Like I'll be rearranging stuff like that, but like making sure my space is clear, making sure I'm decluttering. If I go into a closet and I'm like, how did I let it get like this? Like fix it up. It just, it just changes your whole aura. Like it's, it just makes you feel a lot peaceful. So if you're struggling with finding peace or you're struggling with anxiety or stress and your home is completely cluttered, your, your kitchen space, your, um, your bedroom, especially if your bedroom is cluttered, that's where you sleep. Yeah, and if and you looking at all this stuff before you go to bed, you're not gonna get peaceful rest. Like you're not gonna no. wake up refreshed. Like you can change all that by just taking it one step at a time and clearing things out, clearing out your car, shoot, even clearing out your phone. Like you got stuff in there. Oh yeah, shots and stuff yeah. in there that's just like overwhelming. And every time you turn on your phone, you see want to buy space or whatever you need space or whatever it is. Like click. Clear that out. <laughs> Just clear it out. Don't pay for the extra space. <laughs> on right. right. Let it rain and clear it out, okay? Just clean it out, okay? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, that's a really big one for me. Like, with all this on my plate, like, that's, like, having my house clean. Like, oh, my house is so clean right now. And it just makes me happy. It's just... Mm-hmm. It's nothing like when the kids go to bed and you sit on the couch and the house is clean and you just sit there. Yeah. Like, uh, or when you wake up in the morning and the house is clean and you're just like, wow. That, that's actually what I told my husband before we came to the podcast. I said, don't you let them kids mess up my house. <laughs> and you know what? And sometimes it's not even about like little small messes here and there because we're not saying like everything needs to be perfect. Right. But when you are decluttered, which means you don't have an excess amount of things in a confined space right it makes it easier to clean up or to straighten up or like you know you have you've purged a bunch of the kids toys so it's easier for them to clean up like you don't feel overwhelmed walking through the house at the end of the night with everybody sleep to like pick up what's left over because you don't have mounds of of things that you have to filter through Right. So it just makes it easier for you to clean your space and enjoy cleaning your space. Like it's, it becomes therapeutic because you don't have clutter. Like you don't have like all these things and it doesn't feel like such a stressful task to clean up because it's not a, you know, it's not an overwhelming amount of things, you know, it's just yeah. put things in order. I feel you on that. <laughs> It really goes a long way. At least for me, it's just like mentally. As soon as everything's decluttered, it's just like my brain opens up. Yes, and I can't be creative when I have clutter in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when you're trying to find peace, sometimes you just gotta take responsibility that maybe you made a mistake. Yeah, yes. And (laughs) there's something about just owning. I messed up. Mhm. You know? Yeah, it feels good sometimes to just really, Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of feels like person I think that's personal growth, that's personal development to say I messed up. Yeah. And I think there's peace in that because sometimes 
uh, and even if the other person messed up too, or if the other situation, they have their own wrongdoing, mm -hmm. but being able to say, you know, I messed up or I could have done that better mm -hmm. taking that responsibility. And then if it's something that you feel is still overwhelming, definitely take action and like go speak to somebody who's trained into helping you take that next step. Yeah. But even I, found that's probably one of the biggest growth areas like even in my own marriage mm -hmm. is just saying even if what my husband said is wrong um, <laughs> um even if he said it was wrong the way i went about it mm -hmm. could have been better yeah take responsibility for your part and whatever part you played yeah, yeah. and that helps keep peace because just or even like under taking even like taking responsibility in the way of understanding where somebody else is triggered at mm, yeah and not combating because you know that they're triggered you yeah. know that you know right now they hot yeah but they loud and wrong they loud <laughs> and wrong <laughs> and you just want to put that foot in like yeah you know yeah, yeah but you can't do you gotta take responsibility of knowing yes they are triggered yes that's that's so true and but you know what that comes with maturity because yeah if you're mature enough to see that and acknowledge that and to not put your foot on their neck that just shows that you are looking at the overall goal which is to have a peaceful environment or yeah for the issue to be able to be resolved because if you just add fuel to the fire then you're not helping the situation when you knowingly do something like that it is it's irresponsible yeah like because you know what someone's triggers are and sometimes you know we can be a little selfish selfish and be like well they know what my triggers are and they be triggering me but <laughs> you don't you don't get anywhere with that like yeah you don't accomplish the goal whatever the goal is you're not going to get there by being playing tit for tat or saying what what about me you know sometimes yeah. when you are able to take a, a outside look at something and say this is what's happening right now right let me intervene in a way that's going to be positive and that's going to get us to a peaceful resolve then you've done your part yeah yeah and if you feel like somebody is is you know they're triggering me they're not being responsible with that then you have to you know what we'll get into later is just creating that boundary or seeking an action that's gonna um uh, uh allow that to improve like going to therapy or yeah. being able to like like i had said before consciously say Hey, you're triggering me. Hey, yeah. I'm triggered. Yeah. Or removing yourself because yeah. you can't control other people. You can control yourself and you can control how you handle people or how you deal with people. Right. So by you saying, I'm not going to feed into this and I'm not, they're, they're being triggered right now and I'm not going to feed into that. That's you protecting your peace because you know that it's just going to escalate. And you know, you have to set those boundaries for yourself, whether somebody is triggering you or whether you have the possibility to trigger someone else. Like, that's just all about choices. Like, sometimes nobody's perfect. Sometimes you're going to be like, I don't care if they trigger. But, 
that's just the reality. Like we're not always perfect. We're not always going to say the right things, but we're just trying to give the tools that can help you live a more peaceful life, protect and find your peace. Like that's the goal because when you're peaceful, then you're able to accomplish more things. You're able to live life to the fullest. You're able to enjoy yourself, you know? Yeah, because there's nothing worse than carrying that anger. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes though, what I've noticed, like especially in my younger self, I didn't know. Like sometimes you don't realize you're angry. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially like sometimes when I look at my younger self, I'm like, I didn't realize I was angry. But um, I think that's just something that comes with personal development. And uh, when you're in your 20s, that's just not stuff. That's I mean, that's some maturity that's, you know, out of this box. That's not going to be, you know, you know, that's that's just something that comes with age. But um, I don't know. I, I just feel like when you take these different tools and you get to that pace place of peacefulness it's just so worth it you know it is it is, it is. it's really worth it. it is um another thing that you can do to find peace is to just practice being grateful mm. um when you are grateful for where you are and what you have like it get, it brings a sense of like contentment and it, it allows you to um, like live in the moment like we were saying before and just be grateful for what you have. Sometimes when we, we're so focused on the other goals that we have and like moving forward and like, oh, I haven't reached this, this X, Y, and Z. And so your mind is constantly like overwhelmed and you're stressed out and you got anxiety because you're always thinking about oh I need to get this x y and z but if you take a moment to just be grateful for what you have be grateful for where you are um that brings you peace because you're not looking at an expectation of another reality like you Mm -hmm. are acknowledging your reality and being grateful for the things that you do have and and being thankful I don't know why but I think about um I forgot what it what it was called, um, but on Netflix where the lady was showing you how to like tidy your house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she would say like um, before you um, before you get rid of an item of clothing, you like thank the clothing for the, the for what it served in your life. Or I forgot what she was saying. Like basically, instead of just throwing clothes out you would like acknowledge like thank you for all the memories or whatever it's kind of like corny but like I understand what she was trying to say was like be grateful be grateful for what this has served in your life for the time being that it was there before you just throw it to the side like we spend so much time um worrying about the next thing that we're not even like grateful for what we've already had that's brought us this far okay that makes me think about that because it's just taking a quick moment just to acknowledge where you are and what you have it's not saying that you don't deserve more you don't want more it just brings you peace to know that what you have is currently serving you whether how big or small it is it's it's serving you it's funny that you bring that up because um this weekend I was watching some youtuber and I was looking at just like you influencers in general, right? Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself, how draining. 
does it have to be to keep up with every trend? Yes. You yeah, know, you got to have this. Mm-mm. You gotta have the Chelsea boots. You gotta have the G wagon. You yeah. gotta you gotta go in wear a certain hairstyle. You gotta now you gotta go bald. Now you need yeah. the specific um, watch. Now you have to have this specific perfume. Now you have to have your whole house has to look a certain aesthetic because this it's is what the current ending. aesthetic is. It's never ending. You yeah, and I was just like, just chasing, 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 running, 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 running. It's like last year it was the white. It was the white G wagon. This year, it's all about the black G. Last year was the Range Rover. Now we got to end the Range Rover lease and get the G wagon lease. And I just feel like, bruh, aren't you tired? Yeah, trying to keep up. Trying to keep up. It's no being content is not allowed. Yeah, it's never allowed. You always have to want more. You always have to do more. I had somebody in my car like a couple of weeks ago. They're like, oh, I can't wait till you get, um, we're going to get you uh, this other car or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just so that you can have this other car. Because they were trying to say that my car is an SUV. So like this, they thought a smaller car was going to be more helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we should go get you this other smaller car. Like, like it'll be helpful. And I was thinking about, and I told the person like, oh, no. I love this car. And I you, love this SUV, truck. You got kids. <laughs> yeah, I got an SUV too, but to them, um, uh, my SUV was just kind of like basic, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I was like, no, like, I would not pick an S-Class over my SUV. Like, no. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I love, I love it here. I was like, no, right. no, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I love my car. Like, no, no, no. I had a BMW before. I love my Volkswagen. Like, yeah. no, no, no. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Like, right. This is for life. <laughs> this is serving me. It's done me well. <laughs> this has served me. I love it here and I'm enjoying it here. And yes, I have other cool as- car aspirations because I'm a car person. Uh-huh. But I just thought to myself, like, how annoying must it be to just always, like, I just don't think you can live, like, I can understand, like, having the want to buy every current trend. I understand that. Yeah. But I don't find that peaceful. Yeah, because you're constantly moving, thinking about the next thing. You don't even have time to enjoy what you have because you're always thinking about the next thing. I have to have the next thing. And, And it happens so fast. You don't yeah. get time. Even if you were like, oh my gosh, I love this car. But then something else comes out and it's just like, oh, I have to, I have to upgrade. Like, yeah. You just said you love that car. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of an interesting, it's a it's an interesting thought because I feel like influencers and stuff is put on put on this such high posting not high posting but just on this high bar right now they're just seen as such a it's like just this new wave right but sometimes when I look at the actions that they make Mm -hmm. I just can't help but to think like that's not aligned with who you are that's aligned with what the current trend is and how can that be you know I don't know I don't know I don't know anyways that's that's just a conversation that's another topic because yeah I was gonna say something yes another topic um so the last thing I do you have another one? I think I have like one more. Um, and of course, 
to find peace, mm -hmm. you gotta love yourself. And yeah. I think for a lot of people, that's so easier said than done just because of social media. It's so yeah. easy to get in the comparison game. Right. Like compare, 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 compare. But to really look in the mirror and really love you. Yeah. You know, it's a very deep thing to just love you. Yeah. And being able to just spend time with yourself. Like, yeah. you always feel the need to be around somebody or have somebody or have people, you know, around you. It can be a little stressful if you when you have to spend time with yourself so you should be comfortable with being able to spend time with yourself love yourself yeah. you know find find a way to be comfortable with who you are regardless of what you want to change or what you want to because we all have things that we want to improve but you still have to be able to be at peace with who you are right and that'll take some work because a lot of people have been through different things in life that have um, caused them to feel some type of way about themselves. So when they are alone or they are to themselves, they might not be happy. Right. Because everything is quiet and you have to be alone with your own thoughts and you have to just look at yourself. And, you know, th that can be scary for some people. And that could be yeah. the reason why they always have to be around people or out and about because when they're alone and they're just with themselves they don't like it there so mm. oh that's deep kendra oh i mean but if you want to have peace with yourself you got to search you got to be honest with yourself and yeah. you search those parts of you like why don't i like me what don't, what don't i like about being alone with myself like why don't i want to be alone with my thoughts is it past trauma that constantly like whenever i'm quiet i hear it or i see it or i think about it deal with it mm. you know like yeah. If you really want to find that inner peace, then you have to dig that stuff up. Like you can't just let those things just lay dormant in us. We have to dig it up, deal with it, so that we can be better. And then you can love yourself. <laughs> and you know what's kind of funny with that type of stuff is that sometimes when you finally spit it out and you tell somebody, yeah, sometimes it's not as like big as what you thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Sometimes you finally, somebody finally makes you feel safe enough and you finally say, you know, something you felt shame about or that was holding you back from loving yourself or feeling like you didn't deserve love. And when you finally spit it up, somebody is able to tell you like, oh yeah, I had a similar situation yes. with something like that too. Mm -hmm. And you can be able to look at them like, oh, they're thriving. Yeah. And you know, they're not letting that situation in the past hold them back or, you know, have so much uh, fill in their life. So there's something about just finally spitting it out, yeah. you know? Those things have a way of eating at you to make you feel like you're the only person in the world that dealt with it or you should be so yeah. ashamed of this or you have to hate yourself because of, of this, you know? And it's like, no. There's so many people, that's why I, you know, give props to people who share their stories and like are using their platforms in a positive way to let people know and bring awareness to different things and let people know that you are not the only one. 
that dealt with this and it's not to diminish what you've been through but just to bring you comfort in knowing that you don't have to go through it alone there's support wow. groups for different things there are platforms that you can you utilize to share those things because sometimes people don't share because they don't feel safe to, enough to share or comfortable enough to share but whether it's writing it down or going to the mountaintop and yelling it to nobody like it's any type of way you can get that out for something that you've had to be silenced for or felt ashamed of or it's causing you to look at yourself in a not positive way you gotta release that Okay. And even if you need to sit down and just say it out loud to God, like sometimes yeah. you just, just sit down and, and meditate for a second, close your eyes or whatever, and yeah. just tell God how you feel. Sometimes that, that release of just, God, I need you right now. Yeah. You know, this in the past happened and, you know, I feel shameful about it or this or that. And, just sometimes being able to sit down and have that conversation with God yeah. goes a long way. And like you said, saying it out loud. Cause yeah. like we, you, man, okay, here we are getting churchy again, but <laughs> the, pow the power and praying and saying things out loud. Yeah. It, it just hits different. Like yeah. it hits different when you are just literally like praying out loud yeah. and, and speaking out those things that you've never spoke like once it sometimes once it leaves your lips it yeah. can leave your soul like your spirit you know like god can literally remove it because you've acknowledged it you've acknowledged it to him and you've literally given it to him you know yeah. and yeah. and that can be all the all the healing that you need you know okay <laughs> but <laughs> something about praying and saying stuff out loud like it's i don't know it's releasing it is it's powerful so and the more you do that the the that feel like the easier it gets and it's like just because you say it out loud that first time doesn't mean it's just sometimes it takes a couple more times yeah. you know it like don't put such, <laughs> yeah like don't put it on a on a uh just be careful to think that you just say it out loud and instantly everything is going to be better you know right absolutely <laughs> Sometimes you got to say it out loud a couple times. Yes. And then also, you know, seek professional help. Or yeah. if, those, if things are really, really, really deep and you just feel like you can't handle it on your own, that's what professionals are here for. And because um, sometimes it's not, sometimes it can be too much to dump on a friend. Yeah. Um, that is not equipped to handle a certain situation so seeking professionals is will be your best bet and um in those instances to like have like what's that who i forgot who promotes that but uh jesus in therapy <laughs> mm -mm. it goes it goes hand in hand i've seen like sweatshirts that say that like jesus in therapy i believe in both you know and so, um, yeah, we just want you guys to be able to live your best, be your best self, live your best life and find and have peace. But another thing that we want to add on to that is once you've gotten that peace, you have to mm. protect it. Mm. You have to create boundaries to be able to protect your peace because a lot of people in the world have not gotten there yet. 
and it's not to say that you're better than them. You mm -hmm. just heard about this podcast and now you have the tools and you could share the podcast with them so they can have the tools as well. But <laughs> it's like sharing gum. I know you got bad breath, so I'm going to give you some gum. <laughs> but that's what we have to do. And that's what we're doing. We found these things for ourselves. We've utilized these tools for ourselves and now we're passing them on to you guys so that you guys can utilize them. But what you need to do once you get it is clutch it up, protect it. You know, like we talked about before, a part of having your peace is knowing when to utilize it. So when somebody cuts you off in traffic, you clicking over and saying, no, I'm not going to get upset. That's you protecting your peace. You found it, you know how to utilize it, and now you're going to protect it. If someone is coming, you know you have certain people in your life who are dumpers. We're not talking about people who, like, I'm talking about, like, dumping stuff on you. Like, oh, I thought you said jumpers. No, like, dumpers. Like, I was like, damn, you talking about people get jumped? No, like, <laughs> like, every time you talk to them, they always got something, they just want to dump it on you and, like, yeah you know you are you don't even get the chance to protect your peace because they're just as soon as they get on the phone it's just da -da 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 -da. um something that my friend actually i never even asked her for this but one day she called me and she was just like what did she say i can't remember the specific words but she said something along the lines of do you have the capacity to listen today or are you open are you open today? Something, I have to remember what exactly that she said, but it was something along the lines of, she basically asked for, for permission before she brought the, whatever issue she had. She yeah. asked me how I was doing and if, yeah. I, and if I had the capacity to take on what she was about to tell me. And I said, actually, yes, like I have the space for that today. And we were able to have a great conversation and pray about her situation. And she was able to talk about what she needs to talk about. I was able to listen to her. And I just really appreciated that about her because she was so like, whatever she was going through, she still considered me. Right. And so I was able to, you know, be there for her. But she was also made sure that she wasn't just dumping stuff on me but sometimes people don't have the language or they don't they're so um kind of like blind to the fact that what they're giving you could actually affect you in a negative way yeah like all they know is that you are someone that they like to talk to that is helpful to them but they're not able to consider how it's affecting you but for yourself because you've been practicing being peaceful and you need to know if this is going to affect you in that moment. And if you don't have it that day, figure out what language to use. I wish I could think of the exact words that she said because it was so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but um, basically, you know, it's okay to say like, hey, I'm sorry. I actually don't have the capacity to listen today, but or to take on anything extra today. I'm just not in that space. Um, but I can pray for you. And that way you don't have to necessarily hear all of the issues and all of the, the things that they have going on, but you can offer prayer. If you ain't got it at all, you could just say you don't got it at all. But yeah. something that I learned from my mom is 
to take the root of the issue and pray for that instead of hearing all of the the details of what happened because sometimes the details don't really matter because if the goal is to get you to to get you to a place of peace in the situation meaning the person that you're talking to then i can pray for you and i can ask god to give you that peace in your situation and to heal you from whatever trauma that happened to you or to intervene in the situation because that's what i'm gonna do anyway so i might as well skip to the good part okay and, and get to and get to what's going to actually help you sometimes people just need to talk it out but if you don't have the capacity that day you you have to for your own mental health if you just don't have it you have to be honest and you know what the the whole asking thing i feel like is such a is such a game changer and i feel like that's something that has grown from our generation because yeah. I, I can't lie to you like two months ago i had a friend tell me she was like i just went off on my friend she was t dumping on me and i couldn't take it and i just went off and mm -hmm. i was like hey, i think you should tell her to ask you next time before yeah. she don't you know and I feel like that's something that's starting with our generation. I could be wrong, but it's so nice for somebody else to consider how you're feeling before they dump, you know? It's so refreshing. I it's was so refreshing. I think I responded just like that. I said, wow, thank you so much for actually asking. Actually, I am open. Like, yeah. you know, I was just like, wow. And so. I think that consideration makes it, like that consideration makes you also open you yeah. know yeah. yeah let me drink some water let me get into the mental space because I, nothing is worse when you're in not the mental space yeah i remember oh, i'll never forget in in college i had a friend that was going through so much and one day she called me and it was like 10 o'clock after um class and she was just dumping 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 and I, it, I, at that time i was so young there was no way i could handle the capacity of what she was dumping yeah and i just remember just get started to get triggered like when yeah. she would call yeah like scared to answer the phone like she's going to dump like yeah you know just nervous and i think you know if you value a friend to really ask that question goes a long way. It does, it does. And you know, cause you wanna be there for people and um, it's very rare that I don't have the capacity to, to listen because um, I was telling Nicole before, I feel like God has blessed me in that area to where I'm able to listen to people. Yeah. And and it's been like that for a long time like even yeah. i've i've known you since high school and i just i just remember you just getting dumped on so much and then even in college i just remember thinking i just remember thinking like <laughs> i just re i remember vividly, I, I, I vividly remember in high school like especially senior year mm -hmm. thinking why is kids hanging out with this or that person because they're yeah. just gonna dump yeah we're here for a good time right <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know why but people just always gravitate to, towards me with you know things going on like i was telling yeah. them, like even from middle school i remember sitting on a bench and why do people have all these issues in middle school i don't know 
Yeah, a lot of people have a lot of issues. A in lot of things. A lot of things were happening. Yeah. And people that I didn't even really wasn't like close to like that would just tell me all their business. And but people knew I was a vault. Like I wasn't, if you tell me not to tell, I'm not telling. Right. So people would just tell me all their business, literally. And I was just listen. And um, I've always had um, a relationship with God. So I would pray for them. Like I wasn't like I was just over there you know, laying hands on people or nothing. But if they asked me to pray for them, I would pray for them. Um, or I would just give them whatever advice God told me to give them. And, yeah. um, and I always seen it as a gift. And I talked to my mom about it though, because you know, when you start going to high school, the problems start getting heavier and things yeah. happen. I remember one thing happened with one friend and it was just terrible and I couldn't even do it. So I, I was like, do you mind talking to my mom? Yeah. And, and she was just like, she was like, yeah, because she couldn't talk to her parents. Like it was just a lot going on. And so my mom was able to like talk to her and like minister to her. And she knew she had a safe place like at my house. So when something got too heavy in, in those stages, I was like, listen, you can go holler at my mom because she, you know, she's a vet in this. But I was like, how do you take on people's stuff? Like, and not like feel the weight on your on your your own piece you know right right and she was like girl you got to give it to god whether it's your issues or their issues you always give it to god somebody tells you something you pray for it you release it and that's it you don't take it home with you and so through practice and through prayer i was able to start doing that so now or even in high school i was able to listen to people college i was able to listen to people's stuff and not be as affected because i used to like i can still when i'm praying for someone i can feel every emotion that they're going through yeah and so i was just like oh this is too heavy i cannot do that and so i was i just pray like lord let me even if i feel it in that moment when i walk away let me be released from it and over time, I just noticed that I was able to release it so much so that I would forget. Like people would be like, oh, remember when I told you X, Y, and Z? I'd be like, oh, now what happened? Remind me what happened again. Because I just had to. Like yeah. I couldn't carry it. Like I just couldn't carry it. But over time, it was that was just me protecting my peace. Yeah. Like I like to be a peaceful person. I don't like to be stressed. I don't like to um just feel heavy nobody likes to feel those things but yeah. for me i'm a little proactive i had to figure out like what can i do <laughs> okay because it's just it's so it's so heavy it's just yeah. it's just especially i think when you get to a point where you have your own personal goals and those goals outweigh that that stress it's like listen my goals matter to me so much or my self peace matter to me so much mm -hmm. that I'm willing to find my peace or get in my groove, let this situation go in order to have my peace because peace is so valuable. It is. You know? And it does. And I will say it does get harder when it's your own stuff. When it's your own yeah. stuff, it's hard. It's harder to like, it's easier said than done. So you know, we're not always going to hit the mark. We're not always going to just be walking around, walking on clouds. Like that's unrealistic. But what you can, what we can do is be mindful, put into practice the tools that we do have 
and help ourselves to snap out of it faster. Like sometimes we just submit to things and we just let it take us over. But the goal is to not get there, not stay in it as long and prevent it at all costs if possible. So the main thing you could do, like we said, is just create those boundaries in every area, whether it's asking people to gain permission first, whether it's um, holding other people accountable, um, making sure that you are getting that self-care in, like making sure that you are prioritizing your peace and prioritizing if something that you like to do is go to the beach and meditate, put that as a priority. Yeah. Don't let things come in and take the place of that because that's going to take you off of your, um, your goal. So, yeah. You know what I was thinking about is, um, you know, what's the worst is when somebody dumps on you mm-hmm. and then get off the phone. You don't want me to dump back? We need to equally dump. Because if we're going right. to dump... How you know I ain't got nothing? Yeah, how you know, how you know I ain't got nothing to say? <laughs> I got something to dump too. That's facts. That's facts. It is hard. and But you know what? Even with that, I try to... Oh gosh, because that does happen sometimes to me. And well, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, it's a consistent. It's a consistent. Every time you call, you know it's a dump. It's a dump. It's a dump. It's a dump and click. Dump and click. Dump and click. Oh, girl. Oh, wait. My food just got here. I gotta go. Oh, I... oh what happened? Or it'll be like, oh, how are you? Like, the first five minutes, and you're, like, talking about something. But the first loophole they have to switch it back around about them is like once they switch it back around about them, then you just lost the whole conversation. What you, you was just, gonna say is just over. And then <laughs> you forget about it. And then it's like it's it's I don't know. It's not it's not an easy thing when I said oh, sorry, my whole thing just fell. Um <laughs> it's not an easy thing. Yeah. So don't get us wrong, it's not an easy thing, yeah. but definitely learn to create your boundaries around yourself once you find your peace once you know how to find it because another thing is you're not going to always have your peace but knowing what clicks you back into place yeah goes a long way so once like you said try some of the tools that we use mm-hmm. and being able to stay in that peaceful place mm-hmm. and navigate as you as you got to and your peace is valuable nothing is more well this lots of things are important but your peace is very important (laughs) it is it's top tier because it's going to help you to be able to do everything else like crush those goals be there for your family yeah there for your friends be there for your children be there for yourself yeah you know it's going to help you in every aspect of life because you are not operating and being overwhelmed and you know you're not able because sometimes when people are a lot of times when people are overwhelmed or they have no sense of peace they can't do anything yeah like you feel like you're at a standstill because you can't move forward because you just feel weighted down and so there's freedom and peace you know so um if you hold value to it and you put it as a priority it's going to be beneficial to you there's nothing yeah. negative that's going to come from that. It's going to be positive. It's going to be beneficial to you, to the people around you. It's going to, you know, fix your attitude. 
your mindset, it just all trickles down. So this is why we felt the need to speak about this topic in the first month of the year, because we wanted to help set the trajectory of the rest of your year. So if you're able to learn this concept, listen to it over and over again, share it with your family and friends, because you want to not only have it for yourself, you want it to have this for the people around you so that y'all can walk in peace together and you can understand each other. Mm. And they won't take offense to you asking or, or telling them that you don't have the capacity to listen right now. They won't take offense to that because they will understand it. Mm. And so if you're able to share this with the people in your life, however you choose to do so, um, I believe that it's going to be beneficial. Amen. And that's all we try to do here on some of these podcasts is just yes. provide you with some tools. You know what I'm saying? Things that help us. We want to help y'all. Okay. Even the things that we have not learned, because this is not something that we've mastered, but it's something that we value and that we feel is important to share. And we're constantly working on each and every day. Yes. So we thank y'all for going on this journey with us. We thank you for listening. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at somebody's mama pod and that you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Make sure you guys are giving us a five-star rating and review. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a comment and let us know how what you enjoyed about it. Let us know on Instagram. Let us know. Let us know. All right. Love y'all. Bye.